0: interruption is is a disturbance you've had them. i've had them. it could be uh when somebody's young and they get ill or their parents get divorced or in this case my father passed so it's a life interruption and then when most people have that life interruption or setback they don't know how to get out of it so when somebody has a setback what happens to them most times they go very singular they go really inward but When you have a setback, the first thing you got to do is you got to become awake. You got to become conscious. Secondly, you have to take inventory. Take realistic inventory, like in the pandemic. Where am I financially? Where am I with my job? Where am I with my mental health? How is my family doing? How's my country doing? How's this world doing? So number one, you become awake. Secondly, you take inventory. But here's a powerful thing. You have to partner with the right people. I feel that a lot of people, when they have a setback, they don't have the right people to partner with. So that's what I always wanted to become, and that's what I became. I wanted to be the person that somebody could link hands with and say, come on, Tim Story, you may not know everything, but you know how to get people from a setback to a comeback. With anybody that I'm dealing with, I take them through those steps. You gotta wake up, take inventory, partner with the right people. Now, when you partner with the right people, that means you're gonna probably have to eliminate some people that are not the right people. Mm. And this is what I see with a lot of people that are in a setback. They need to cut some people back. And I say this about the power partnership. You have the acquaintance, which is the person of, we just know each other. Secondly, you have the partner that's more intimate. And then the third level is what I call the green room. The green room is that place that you go to that you are allowed to invite who you want in that green room. But they better be people of power, people of substance, people of a similar mindset and a mood set and motives that really strengthen you. So you gotta have the right people in that green room. Do you find that people ever get confused with who they've got in that room and they're trying to tell you, oh, no, it's the right person, but you've got maybe some other questions about whether that person is the right choice for that room? Like, how do you get somebody leveled? Mostly it's, green room? it's not the right okay. person. And I'll tell you why because um, when you're deceived, you don't know you're deceived because you're deceived. <laughs> Interesting spiral there, isn't it? In that moment of, am I in the setback or am I in the comeback? And yes. What's what's most important for somebody to think about, you know, if they're in that kind of teeter-totter moment right now? Yeah, I, I think that all of us are going through recovery and discovery at the same time. Recovery of things lost in the past, recovery of things lost and that we're challenged in the present. But in the midst of recovery and discovery, not lose the beautiful moments that can happen now. And I think we got so caught up in the challenges that we didn't pay attention to the beauty of life. Listen, when Robert Downey was working on some of his projects, he did not see Iron Man coming. He just saw another actor that was doing things. You never know when you will become a superhero. And that's the beauty of life. You can go from being challenged, having difficulties in your life, wondering if you're gonna be stuck in that same place, till the next thing you know you are soaring in places that you could only have imagined. That's where I believe people are headed. We've got an Iron Man in us. Yes, I like that. You begin to see those things that have not yet happened as though they're possible. So before I became great friends with Oprah, I saw myself being great friends with Oprah. So when we started talking a lot, it didn't throw me off. (laughs) I've had this conversation in my head. I've envisioned these conversations. And so when I started to work with some of the biggest stars in the world, and I mean like huge, like, could you imagine like looking up to Charlton Heston as a kid? He was Moses and then being his buddy or Tony Curtis talking about him doing movies with Marilyn Monroe or James Caan, who just recently passed from The Godfather. Being my buddy or the Vidal Sassoon talking about how he created an empire, this is some mind-boggling stuff. But I saw it before it even happened. When you say you see it, I think people struggle with that. Like, is that like I close my eyes and I see it, or is that just like something that feels like almost a bit of a destiny or a faith within my, you? It is that too. It's a destiny, it's a faith, and it's the power of the imagination. And what I believe is that I was just in alignment with what heaven was saying about Tim's story. So I got this saying that I say, I don't believe in chasing things. I just want to be in alignment with what I think has been spoken over me. So these 77 countries of the world now, speaking to 85,000 people at one time, over a thousand invitations a year is what I get to go speak at places. I don't manipulate to get them. I simply align myself and then I cooperate with what life is asking me to do. You know, there's times in life where you just want to shout, where life is at a high volume. And it uh, could be the first time somebody falls in love. You just want to shout. It uh, could be you're successful in your job. You just want to shout. But there are times where you're disappointed and things don't work. And then you're disappointed again and disappointed again. And it feels like, watch this play on words, life has knocked the shout out of you. And that shout goes down to a whisper. And if you notice, a lot of people that you grew up with, they don't have a shout anymore. Their shout became a whisper. It's like, hey, how's it going? Well, step by step, how's your marriage going? Okay. How's your job? Okay. And they find themselves in the land of okay, but I believe you can get your shout back. To get your shout back, the first thing you gotta do is get tired of being tired. If you're bloated, get tired of being bloated. If you're poor, get tired of being poor. If you're lonely, get tired of being lonely. And you really gotta get tired of being tired. And that's how I was being in a lower income family. I didn't like that feeling of like, I wanted a certain tennis shoe, but I got the almost version. I wanted the certain type of Levi's, but I got Plevi's, You're right? <laughs> So everything was almost, I was yeah. tired of being tired, tired of being regular, tired of being this. And so I made a choice that, man, I'm gonna do three things. Here we go. Number one, we learn from education. Number two, that's why I'm glad that you're doing this. We learn from conversation. Number three, we learn from observation. So I begin to educate myself. I begin to have better conversations and I begin to watch people around me that got the shout back and I emulated and started following what they did. You inspire those who inspire us. Who inspires you? I'm inspired by um, the little things in life. I, I have this saying that miracles are either coming or going at all times. My last book is called The Miracle Mentality. And to have a miracle mentality is to look for the extraordinary, look for the unusual, look for the uncommon.